And this time on Culture File, a conversation about painting with artist Kieron Murphy. Murphy's touring exhibition, Merrily, 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 opened in the Butler Gallery, is currently at the Model Sligo and will move its slowly persuasive, finally hypnotic images to the RHA Dublin in the autumn. Kieron Murphy spoke to Culture File about painting's place in our image-saturated lives. One of the stops on the tour for your latest painting show was at the Butler Gallery, which is quite close to your home. I guess that allows you to go and uh, see people interacting with your paintings in a way that you normally wouldn't. Yeah, that was a really interesting uh, possibility. And I wasn't uh, stalking anybody, but I did go in (laughs) uh, a few times and uh, just uh, it was interesting just to see how people engage and just what one imagines, you know, somebody going to a show does. But one thing that was quite nice was just to see the range of age groups. So there was like, say, children just asking simple questions like, oh, what is that that I see? Which is, uh, in some sense, you know, a nice interpretation. The small paintings almost demand intimate encounter, almost like reading a book where you have to go pretty close to see what's there. And I think these are things that people who make sculpture automatically think about. But for me as a painter, although I intuitively knew something about this it was quite helpful to actually see my work in situ and just see how people negotiated with their bodies the natural history museum is a place i've returned to since i did a painting in 2005 of a beautiful snow hare that lives there and there was something about that painting that really worked for me and after thinking about it for a while i think it's something to do with the way the hare embodies a kind of ambivalence. It's stuck in the past, it's like a Victorian relic, but it's also obviously in the present. It's dead, but somehow symbolically alive. It sits between being a representation of a word, the hair, and an actual thing. So for me, there's something to do with those ambivalences that kind of really interested me and pointed us a way forward to try and make my next work and in a way it just provides a really interesting kind of contrast to say, I don't know if anyone say uh, encountered a more fleeting experience of an animal say for example uh, encountering a deer or a hare or something like that where it's all almost kind of spectral where it's like oh did I even see that or say encountering an animal in the dark where its uh, presence is far more fleeting or unstable. I've kind of moved those concerns, say, of uh, thinking more uh, about images in general in the world, which also have a very kind of fleeting presence in our lives, more and more so. It's like if anyone was asked at the end of the day, so what images did you look at today? I guess it would be very hard to recount even like a small percentage of them, but nonetheless, we're, we're immersed in them, but they're... They're more in us than we are in them. Although my interest started in the Natural History Museum and uh, taxonomies and classifications, I guess my interest over the years became more broader and just trying to negotiate a world that's saturated in images and what are the possibilities with painting for maybe to reflect that kind of fleeting presence of images or that, you know, the possibility for a kind of slowed down looking that painting uh, might enable.
tell us the story of there's a certain sort of green that we see in many of the works and it relates to that quality you mentioned a, a sort of spectral a, a quite not quite there images for instance of um, animals or birds but they're, they're also not quite there and it's a it's a thread that runs through many of your paintings so i first saw that green color because i was um painting images of a I think it was Caribbean Sea, and it has this very unusual type of green. It's almost like the sand is the brownie sand which penetrates through it slightly. It's also reflecting a bit of the sun, so there's a lot more going on than just simply the green colour. It has a kind of context and kind of subtleties to it and ways of applying paint that aren't simply like a flat green. It, you know, it's transparent and there's something that's peeping from under the surface. So it has a an illusion of depth. Somehow when those uh, qualities are transposed onto something else, like say a body part or something like that, it takes on some kind of strange quality that... Uh, in a sense, it kind of makes me a viewer of the work because I didn't quite plan it that way. And for me, that's always a, an exciting uh, possibility as a painter. The element, as you say, of something fleeting, of something moving away or, or always leaving the frame is quite important in your work. Why is painting the best way to address that quality? I mean, you might imagine that, that video would be a way of doing that. I guess maybe you, you, you think of paint as a time-based media. With painting, I always think what's interesting about it is trying to push its limits in some way and not in the sense of, say, not painting on canvas or more, you know, not in that sense, but actually accepting the limits of the frame, but also what can you, like, say, for example, as you mentioned, paintings aren't moving images, but nonetheless, within the framework of painting, one can give a sense of movement more or less like, say, Turner is a very famous example of that, of clouds passing or trying to capture that sense that actually time is passing here, you know. So even though it's not a moving image, it can give a sense of moving. And likewise, I think it can give a sense of, uh, to mention animals again, it can give a sense of uh, even sound in a sense. I like to paint birds that look like they're uh, squawking or animals that are howling, things like that. So it gives a sense that even though painting can't uh, make sound, it can evoke sound. So that kind of mingling of the senses and um, those kind of possibilities. Like I like, in some sense, the limitations. I heard a really nice kind of analogy to do with uh, country music where a painter, Merlin James, was making this comparison, um, whereas it's like this genre that has so much uh, really awful examples and just really hackneyed uh, possibilities, but also there's like artists who somehow manage within the limits of that genre to do something new without actually pushing outside of the genre. So I think painting always kind of holds that possibility of what can one do with one's uh, limitations. Kieran Murphy there and that exhibition, Merrily, 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 is at the Model Sligo until March.